Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and this is the second of our new series of Q&A episodes, questions and answers. As I mentioned in our first Q&A episode, the response to this podcast has been really awesome, and you have been very responsive with your questions and your feedback. So I decided that in addition to our weekly longer shows, we'll be doing one or two Q&A episodes each week. And these episodes will probably be between five and 10 minutes where I answer your questions. So keep them coming. You can comment on the show notes page at primalpotential.com with your questions, or you can complete the contact form on primalpotential.com, or you can reach out to me on the Primal Potential Fat Loss Facebook page, whatever works for you. So last week, to kick off the new year, I emailed everybody on my VIP email newsletter list and asked them how I could help them reach their weight loss goals. And I explained that absolutely nothing would make me happier than to know your struggles and help you overcome them. Because I myself have been well over 300 pounds and completely miserable and frustrated, I don't want anyone else enduring that pain. I want this year to be the year where everything clicks for you and you transform your life and your health. So today's Q&A episode is going to address one of the responses I got from a woman named Beth. And her response was so thoughtful, I really felt like it was worthy of an episode of its own. So let's dive into Beth's email. Here's what she had to say. Totally off-the-cuff thoughts, not criticisms. You are bounding with energy, and I am not. Your exuberance and daily nailing it at the gym and overall enthusiasm is off the charts, but I don't like exercise. I don't like sweating, so while it can be encouraging and and motivating at times, it can also be a turnoff. Then she goes on to say, you love veggies. I hate them and eat very few, so while I look eagerly to see what you eat, it just doesn't work for me. Then she says, your daily struggles or your daily life, as it appears via your media, is not like mine. I have kids, a husband, work, etc., and it appears that you live, eat, and breathe fitness 24-7, and so many times I feel like a failure by comparison." 
So first of all, thank you, Beth, for your honesty. Thank you for responding to the email and letting me know how I can help you more and where I'm falling short for you. That's just fantastic for me. And I know a lot of people have the same thoughts and feelings. So we're going to dive in. The exercise thing. Let me emphasize that weight loss and fat loss are primarily about two things, what you put in your mouth and what you put in your mind, okay? I want to repeat that because it's important. Weight loss and fat loss are primarily about two things, what you put in your mouth and what you put in your mind, period. Yes, exercise is healthy, but it is not required for fat loss. Remember how we often talk about the 80-20 rule, the fact that 80% of your results will come from 20% of your efforts. That means that while a lot of things can help you get results, there are just a few big rocks that make the most difference. And guess what? For most people, exercise is not one of those big rocks. Yeah, it can help, no question. But is it in that top 20% of the most important things that are going to take the weight off? Not usually. Most of your results are going to come from what you eat. If exercise isn't your thing, don't sweat it. Literally. I mean, quite literally. For the first 50 pounds of my weight loss, I did not work out at all. I would walk very slowly, but I didn't have a gym membership and I did not work out. So at this point for me, I work out now because I love it, because it makes me feel strong and it clears my head. It serves more of a mental, emotional purpose for me than a physical purpose. So it clears my head. It allows me to stop thinking about work. So if it's not your thing, don't sweat it. Just because it's my thing doesn't mean it's your thing. And for all of us, it is very unlikely that for massive fat loss, that is going to be in your 20% of most influential activities. It's just not. It's healthy, but it is not required for fat loss. And remember also that you do not need to be perfect. You don't have to eat clean all the time and work out every day. Focus on one or two impactful things and don't beat yourself up for not being into everything. And I'm not saying that Beth is in any way beating herself up, but for those of you listening, if exercise isn't your thing, that's cool. It wasn't mine either. I do it now more for the mental emotional benefits than for the physical benefits. Veggies. Let's get into the second part where she says she does not like veggies and I do. And I actually get this all the time. So much so that I'm going to do a separate episode on the topic of vegetables, but let me say this. Yeah, I like vegetables. I sure do, but I haven't... Listen to this, okay? This is really key. I haven't lost 140 pounds because I'm some veggie addict. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with your weight, you aren't struggling with your weight because you don't like veggies or you do like veggies. Just like exercise... Yes, they are healthy. They're full of nutrients and they're good for you. But are they magical for fat loss? No, they aren't. Again, let's go back to that 80-20 rule, those big rocks that get us the majority of our results. From a food perspective, the big rocks for fat loss are going to be things like cutting out processed foods, limiting sugars, and emphasizing fats and proteins, keeping the focus on whole foods. It's totally fine if veggies aren't your thing. There are tons of fat loss foods that you can focus on and get incredible results without loading up on vegetables. Now, there are also ways that you can sneak vegetables into your food where you don't really taste them if they aren't your thing. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But at this point, I just want to emphasize that they're not magical for fat loss. And there are tons of things that you can focus on, big rocks from a nutritional perspective, 
without building your meals around vegetables. Focus on whole foods, and there are thousands of whole foods that are not vegetables. And come to think about it, I'm not even sure that it's entirely accurate to say that I eat a ton of vegetables. 80% of what I eat is fat and protein. I do always have vegetables with dinner, and I often have vegetables with lunch, but I never have them in the morning, and I absolutely eat meals without them. So yeah, I do like them. I like them not because I, with the exception of Brussels sprouts, I love Brussels sprouts, I don't necessarily eat veggies because I think they taste amazing, but they keep me full, and that's important for me. That might not be important for you, and taste might reign supreme, and that's totally cool, but the bottom line to remember is focus on the big nutritional rocks, and the big nutritional rocks for weight loss and fat loss are going to be limiting your processed foods, limiting sugar, and emphasizing fat and protein. All right, let's get into her third point, which is my daily routine, You're right. I don't have kids. I can't argue with you there. I do have a husband and I do have a job. And it's important to say that during my active weight loss process, the time when I lost over 100 pounds, I worked in corporate America and I worked between six and seven days a week for at least 10 hours a day. More often than not, it was far more than that. I traveled. I would get late night phone calls from work. I would wake up in the morning and immediately check my email. I was a workhorse. I was a workaholic. I was always at the office. I was, if I was home, I was always on email or working on projects. I was a workhorse. And at the same time, I had friends. I have a family. I have a husband. I have a life. And so I found a way to eat clean around that. Like it wasn't my life then. And these days it's still not. Granted, I'm not in that corporate setting anymore, but I wake up between 4 and 5 a.m. every day. And I do more work now than I did in corporate America. I probably work now about 14 to 16 hours every single day. Now, we're not here to debate whether or not that's healthy or whether or not that's a good idea because you could probably kick my tail there. But what my point is that I don't eat, sleep, and breathe fitness and nutrition, and you don't have to either. My workouts these days, they range from 30 to 45 minutes, and Again, I don't work out because it's so important to my body, although it's, it is healthy and it is beneficial in that way. I do it more for the mental aspects because I like it and it clears my head. As far as time in the kitchen, I probably spend a total of 20 minutes each day in the kitchen. Maybe more if you add the time that I'm getting a cup of coffee because I do that you know, several times each day. So maybe 30 minutes if you add in all my coffee time. I make most of my meals ahead of time just to minimize the cooking time because I don't have the time to stop and spend an hour in the kitchen. The bottom line is that food and fitness is definitely not my life. It wasn't my life when I had to be in the active phase of weight loss, and it doesn't have to be your life either because there are much more fulfilling things in life like family and friends and fun and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I share pictures of my food and my workouts via my media, as as Beth brought up, But that's only because it would be so boring to share pictures of my computer screen or, you know, my home office or my microphone or anything like that. So there you have it. I think these are major misconceptions when people, they're valid. They're absolutely valid. And I'm so glad that Beth brought them up. Um, When people look at any personality that is putting out content on health and fitness, they can say, oh, well, that's all they do and that's their life and they love it and that's just not me. 
Remember that if exercise isn't your thing, that's cool. It's a nice supplement, but it's not where you're going to get the majority of your results. If you love it, go for it. If you don't, focus on the stuff that's going to make the biggest difference. If veggies aren't your thing, that's fine too. A lack of veggies is not what makes people unhealthy. And you don't need to commit your days to diet nutrition in order to make progress. You just have to make good decisions. Listen, you're spending the same amount of time now deciding what to eat when you decide that it's Taco Bell or Pizza Hut, right? You're still making that decision. There's no more mental energy required, um, maybe in the initial creative process of I just don't know where to start. But beyond that, you're still taking the same amount of time to eat. You're still taking the same amount of time to just get up and go about your day and go to the grocery store and whatever else. So you don't need to commit your days to diet nutrition to make progress. I haven't and I don't now. So I'm so glad that this stuff was brought up. I think it's super valuable. Please continue to share your thoughts, your questions, your challenges, and your struggles over on primalpotential.com because I am committed to answering your questions, to helping you overcome your challenges, to giving you solutions to your biggest problems that are keeping you from your success because I want this year to be the year that you reach your weight loss goals and you achieve your highest potential. So until next time, stay healthy.